<laughs> Welcome to Gadget Trash, episode 380. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> My name's Eric. I'm Jason. It's been a while. Has it? Yeah. It doesn't seem... Well, okay, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. This is our, our first... Uh, Episode we've recorded since the tenth uh, anniversary spectacular, and we finished that almost two months ago. Wow, really? <laughs> so, wow. so it has been over two months since our last uh, huh. recorded episode. Crazy, yeah. yeah. It has been a while. So, so a little rough around the edges. Well, aren't we always? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have you any other way. Well, sure. Uh, so, yeah, um, so, so lots happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, save that for later. Sure. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that, uh, maybe don't come out as often as they should. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, touche. This, this episode's about the chilling adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, the first trade, which, uh, is called The Crucible. And it is the first five issues? I believe that's right. And there's been six issues total? Maybe? I can't remember. Yeah. Six or seven, maybe. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. But when was the number one? Like five years ago? Uh, it feels like it's been a while. It's been years, yeah. yeah. I don't know how many years, but, uh, Bas- I, basically it took, it, it took way longer than, uh, than they anticipated to do it. Yeah. Uh, but Afterlife with Archie is also the same. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, so people not, not in the know, these are Archie comics characters, uh, done in, uh, a quote unquote mature horror style. Right. But published by Archie. Yes. Which is pretty, pretty unique and ballsy. Yeah. Because, because, uh, when you think of Archie, you pretty much have one thing in mind, which is like the classic Archie. Right. And like that's kind of what they're known for. Even people that haven't read comics in, you know, years. Yeah. yeah in decades, even <laughs> think, uh, think it's, you know, a certain way. Yeah. I know, um, I mean, hell, even, uh, my, my main experience with Archie is like, you know, Archie versus the Punisher. Yeah. And even that is done in the classic oh, Archie yeah. style. Yeah. It's like Archie meets Kiss and right. all that stuff. Yeah. Which is pretty much the only way I've ever really read Archie comics is if... When if, he meets people. Right, yeah. Yeah. I, and honestly, I do. I have, you know, the the two aforementioned. I have Archie meets Predator. Oh, I forgot there was a Predator one. Archie meets Sharknado. <laughs> Archie meets the Ramones. So that's cool. Yeah. I have uh, the Archie's comic where they meet the monkeys. <laughs> but no no regular Archie's. No regular Archie's. Did you did you read Archie comics when you were a kid? Never. I did. I had some. I yeah. think they were my brother's because um, he's a few years older than I. And I read a few of them. I, I liked them, but I never loved them. Like, like I never requested an Archie comic right. like when I was... You know, a kid, and I never bought one with my own money, other than Archie meets Punisher. I did buy that. Right. Yeah, it just never did. I know, like, when when I first started getting into comics, you know, my parents were always just like, well, our comics are all, you know, Archie and, you know, Betty and Veronica. And, you know, it was just like, well, I like Iron Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just it always seemed kind of lame to me. Like, I didn't mind that they didn't have superpowers, right? But there's just something about it that seemed like, like I watched Happy Days when I was a kid, right? But it felt like a lamer version of Happy Days. I give you that. Yeah, it was yeah something that just was never on my radar as a, as a comic reader or right. a comic fan. Um, like I just always thought it was lame and. uh I still kind of have that stigma about it, like, as far as, like, the classic stuff goes, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I only read, like, you know, I've only read the, you know... Like Archie meets Jenna Jameson. Right, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, like, a couple of years ago, like, they kind of had a, I guess, like, I'm not entirely sure what inspired it all, but, like, I know when... Right around the time of the Archie Meets Kiss crossover, which we reviewed. Yeah. Uh, which was classic Archie style. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, shortly after that, that's when they started doing, you know, like, Life with Archie, which was like, you know, Archie as a grown-up and, like, exploring, like, yeah. alternate universes where he married, you know, Betty and, you know, Veronica and, right. you know. I never read any of that. Neither did I. Uh, and, uh, I know, I think Norm Brayfogel drew some of those. Really? Maybe. Like, I, I don't know. I probably just made that up. Yeah. Sounds like something you would make up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tim Vigil did some too. Why sure. Not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he brought the Faust crew back together. Yeah. To do David, some, uh, David Quinn and David Tim Vigil's Jughead Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but then, you know, yeah, they started, uh, Afterlife with Archie, uh, which was basically Archie, like, versus the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Right. Uh, which, which is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was really good and, uh, drawn by Francesco Francavia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Joe and I reviewed that, uh, during one of your nervous breakdowns. Sure. Was it number three? Number uh, four? probably three. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I think Joe and I read that for a Halloween based episode. Okay. And, and it was good. It was really good. But I think that's another thing that, you know, has taken forever for issues to come oh, out. Oh, yeah. But that may be the fault of Francesco Francavia. I could only imagine so. <laughs> He's, which is weird. And don't get me, don't get me wrong here. His art doesn't look like art that would take a really long time, right. but I think that's actually to his credit to say so because he obviously plans things out very well. Right, like like his his layouts are great, his color choices are great. You can tell he doesn't just like bust it out in a day. Right, although it kind of <clears throat> looks like it it is because it's kind of kind of sketchy and yeah. I mean, he does do fully gray toned illustrations like in a day yeah in hours that's amazing like especially if you follow up on instagram like uh like for all this month he's been doing you know like these gray tone and ink paintings of like horror icons that like he'll post like various steps in this progress and then he has like a full one done within like two hours wow and they look like they're probably like nine by 12 bristol board that's crazy so i mean he is quick and and he's very good at it but like you Mm -hmm. know obviously when he's i think 
I don't think it's a speed issue. I think he just does so much other stuff. He does a million covers a month. Right? I mean, he really does. There's so. like like pretty much any title you can think of, he's done, <clears throat> he's done a variant for it. Yeah. So there are 12 issues of Afterlife with Archie uh, that are available. Um, first one came out in uh, October of 2013. And the last one that came out was in December of 2016. Wow. Um, so it's just over three years. Yeah. <clears throat> 13 issues, that we said? 12. 12 issues. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like four issues a year. Yeah. So it's quarterly, basically. But uh, Chilling Adventure of Sabrina, though, uh, the first issue came out in October of 2014, and there have been nine issues, and the last one came out in, uh, like, 2017 sometime. Wasn't there one? I think there was one this year. Uh, maybe. Uh, I think I think there was one like maybe like a month or two ago. It could be. Chilean but still, that's yeah. what nine issues in four years. That's not. not uh, nice. according to my 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 handy little guide here, it says uh, December of 2017 is when issue nine came out. Okay, maybe it was that late, so, or that early. Um. So yeah, that one's taken a while, and uh, you know. It is pretty much fully painted, mm-hmm. uh, all done by the same guy. Robert Hack. Robert Hack, uh, who, uh, let's just go ahead and say this, what a hack. Wow, we got it out of the way. You got it out of the way. Nice. Uh, and it's totally ironic, because uh, that guy, not a hack. He's pretty great. Yeah. First time I saw his art was on another Archie book. Um, he did some covers for... The uh, Black Hood series that okay, was yeah. a couple years ago. I really liked that series, and it surprised me that I liked it because it did not seem up my alley at all. Sure, but it was just like really dark and brooding and yeah. serious. But I I really liked it. I uh, have a have a real love for the Impact Comics uh, oh, version yeah. of the Black Hood. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> one too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so so I guess after the success of Afterlife with Archie, they decided, and and in that one, Sabrina, the teenage witch, does show up in it, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I think she even had a pretty big part in the uh, Kiss crossover as well, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess they decided that uh, hey, let's let's uh, let's spin off Sabrina into her own thing, and whereas uh, Afterlife with Archie is more of a Weird Lovecraftian modern day version of teenage uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, this takes place in the sixties mm-hmm. and is is purely Blair Witch esque style, like and and on occasion some some Cronenberg esque uh, body yeah. horror. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got way darker than I expected. Oh yeah, it's super dark. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is uh, not for kids. Yeah, because uh, I'm used to like I'm like oh Archie's gonna like fight with the predator. It's gonna sure, be adorable, yeah, yeah. adorable little predator. Right. But no, yeah. This is uh yeah. This is like an EC comic sort of. I mean maybe yeah. maybe maybe like one step back from EC because there's not as much gratuity. Um. But there's 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 some there, yeah. I mean, there's nudity in it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like full frontal or anything like that, but you know, it's there. It's uh, yeah, it's definitely not your normal Archie comic. No, 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 not not one bit. Um. So yeah, I guess I should announce that uh, 
We have a friend who uh, has been reading Chilling Adventures of Sabrina since it first came out. So uh, six years ago, six he started reading it. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I, I think it's one of his favorite recent books. Okay. And, uh, he asked if he could text us some questions and or comments during this episode. Alrighty. And so I got one earlier from him if you want me to, to read the first one. Sure. He says, this, this man's name is Brian John Mitchell. We, uh, the, the listeners know who he is. We may have had him on here before. He's been on a few times. He says, I would like my first statement to be, <laughs> like, I like it that he starts out like it's a speech. He doesn't just say the statement. He says, I would like my first statement to be that Archie seems to be the publisher to be taking the most risks with their properties right now. Obviously, Afterlife and Black Hood and the horror and Dark Circle line, but even in things like The Married Life that show parallel worlds where Archie marries Betty or Veronica. All that said, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina does not have Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> that's, that's his first comment. Uh, so what do you think about that? Um, does that sh- Is that show on now? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, but... You know, uh, on on the various uh, you know antenna stations around the the country, uh, I believe one of them shows reruns of Sabrina the Teenage Witch with uh, Melissa Joan Hart, and and I've caught more than a few episodes, you know, on a lazy, lonely weekend. I f- forgot that that was ever a show until oh, yeah. you just said that. Yeah. I've never seen it. I believe it was part of the uh, TGI for uh, TGIF uh, lineup on ABC. Oh wow. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart, uh, Caroline Ray, um, and uh, ooh, uh, Soleil Moon Fry was on it uh, for a while. Who's that? Punky Brewster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank Conniff, uh, TV's Frank for Mystery Science Theater. I wow. believe he was a producer and writer on that show. That's great. Yeah. Um, huh. Uh, so they're not going to give her a cameo in the new show? Uh, who knows? She's got to have a cameo. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe second season. There's, there should be. I mean, yeah. I mean, usually, well, first of all, Netflix usually doesn't play that kind of shitty game. <laughs> uh, well, they don't have to hit you over the head with it. Just have her, like, in a store or something, like, right. you know, selling, you know, perfume or something. I don't know. I personally would rather see Caroline Ray show up, but, uh, she, she played one of the ants. Uh, Hilda or Zelda. Or uh, something. yeah, one of those. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, so it should be mentioned that, uh, uh, I'm gonna try to have this episode up, uh, pretty quickly, so hopefully beforehand, but, uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is gonna be, uh, debuting the, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, uh, television program. Very soon. Very soon. Like, I think next weekish. Okay. Yeah. So Halloweenish. Just before Halloween. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Did uh, you pr- plan this, uh, episode to nope. be? Okay. Because <laughs> no, according according to my plan, uh, we would have done this back in September. Yeah. Okay. And we'd be like back on my turn again with whatever else I'll pick next. Probably some other Halloween. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but probably not now. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll pick a Thanksgiving book. Yeah, there you go. For there's, next year. There's so many of them. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no. So yeah. No. No. No plan at all there. Uh, so yeah, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the television program on Netflix I'll, I'll coming watch out. It. I'll definitely watch yeah, I'll it. Check yeah. it out. It's got uh, it's got uh, one of Don Draper's daughters, uh, or or his only daughter, from uh, Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as Sabrina. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Know. Yeah. Uh, 
I think I saw like two episodes of Mad Men. Yeah. I, 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 I like you've seen more. But. I liked all the parts where they talk about um, advertising, mm-hmm. but I liked none of the parts where they like just were like interacting as characters. Mm. I just like all the stuff where like they showed like old ads and like how they came up with them. And it's very superficial. If the, <laughs> if the entire show would have been that, I would have enjoyed it. But uh, or if Don Draper would have been funny, like he's supposed to be. J- John Hamm's great. John Hamm is hilarious, but uh, and and he had his moments. Yeah, I'm sure. But you know, he also played a massive asshole. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it was good. And was very good at it. I'm sure it was awesome, but I will probably never know for sure. I gave up on it around like season five, but yeah. you know, up until that point, I loved that show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I got another text from my John Mitch. Alrighty. <laughs> says, uh, I kind of like the style of the artwork, but I think that Afterlife was a more traditional style. I think that Afterlife was a more traditional style helped make the characters easier to think of as the 60-year-old teenagers they are. Yeah. Eh, I mean, that. That, is, that is one weird thing about comics properties that don't age, like, you know, Superman or Spider-Man or Archie, is like, you know... They were teen, originally they were teenagers in a certain time and place, and now they're teenagers in the modern era. Right. And there's like this sort of, I don't know, incongruity when someone who's older, who's, or, or if you're not even older, but you've read all those old ones and then you read the modern thing, it, it kind of like doesn't seem natural somehow. Sure. Like it seems like, you know, this character's ageless, but. Um, but the character doesn't seem to notice that. Right. Like, even though they used to be a teenager in, like, the 50s, and now they're a teenager in the 2020s. Right. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, definitely the art style has the thing, but, you know, I mean, between the two books, you know, Afterlife takes place in the modern day, and yeah. Sabrina takes place in 1960-something, mm-hmm. uh, early 60s, and, uh, you you mentioned... It has a very EC quality, and, and I think the art, you know, plays up that, you know, and, and kind of helps keep that grounded in sort of that era. There's something about the, yeah, the art, I, I love the art in this book. And oh, the art's fantastic. And something about the color reminds me of, like, it. a lot of it has this sort of rusty orange kind of, like, kind of putrid right. style, and it really goes well with you know, like the horror aspect of it, but it also kind of reminds me of specifically the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Something about that first movie just has this kind of like sepia feel to it. Sure. Like, like everything yeah. seems a little like... It's a little desaturated. Yeah. yeah. And it kind of reminds me of that. Um, just, just because it gives me a similar, uh, I don't know, tone. Right. I can, yeah, totally see that. I think, you know, in, in a... In a in a perfect world, Toby Hooper would probably direct an episode of uh, oh, Chilling Adventures yeah. of Sabrina. Maybe that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about the actual story in this book? I guess we can. Yeah, I, I felt like I had something else. Oh, oh, well, we were talking about you know just sort of the the timelessness oh, of yeah, the, characters the characters and all that, and and modernizing them and all that, and, and I feel like. Part of that is like one of those reasons that I have not checked out Riverdale, the television right, program. Right. Uh, mostly because it just looks like a big, wet, 
wannabe Twin Peaks mess. Yeah. And, uh, like, like, there's still, like, despite the fact that I do like Afterlife with Archie and, and this book and, spoiler, and, uh, you know, like the crazy crossovers and all that, like, just the, you know, David Lynchian sort of take of Archie just for some reason registers <laughs> wrong in my brain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know people who have loved it. Oh, like, yeah. Me too. You know, people that I, I would essentially trust, you know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I guess, I guess when I absolutely run out of things to watch, you know, and <laughs> I, I need to fill the gap of like, hot teenagers in my life then you know I'll start watching Riverdale <laughs> <laughs> at least now that Teen Wolf is over I can wow, right? glom <laughs> on to like some other terrible show <laughs> yeah yeah I've only seen one episode and it was more of a curiosity thing and right. like it wasn't as bad as I expected but it, yeah it's not really for right, me yeah. I mean I know like the Black Hood was in like the second season oh, really and, yeah and then, like, this season, like, from the ads of saying there's, like, some sort of weird, you know, like, true detective, like, Cthulhu monster thing happening. But, so, yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Just, <laughs> honestly, though, just about any TV show that's made from a comic, I would watch the first episode as a curiosity factor. Sure. But, I, like, 99% of any TV shows based on a comic, I probably wouldn't want to watch a second episode of. Right. Like, even if it was, like... The Cerebus TV show or like the Chester Browns, you know, I, like, I don't, like, the thing I like about those things are that they're comics, right. you know, and like sometimes a good show can come from a comic, but I would rather just read another comic. Yeah, I think both can exist. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. it shouldn't exist. Yeah, I'm just and I think you can enjoy both. I could, but I would probably enjoy the comics more, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, I'm I'm not, you know, one of those guys who runs out and watches every last, you know, comic book adaptation, you know, that comes out. But, right. You know, like, I, I can defend the ones that I enjoy. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, there's, yeah, there's some good, yeah. I've definitely seen some good ones. But. And, and I can, you know, also definitely say, you know, like, Arrow is a terrible fucking show. Mm-hmm. I'll still watch it because, you know, it's terribly watchable. <laughs> <laughs> but it also has... Almost nothing to do with like Green Arrow comics, right? It's probably yeah, you know, pretty just, different. Just barely in name only, right? Because they, they just call him Arrow, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Brian John Mitchell, have anything else to say? He does. Uh, he says, "I read the individual issues as they came out, and it was a really frustrating experience. <laughs> At least do one shots if you only put out a book a year. It's not a bad uh, plan. Like yeah. they, they should have." I mean, I guess, if I recall correctly, like, Robert Hack had some issues, uh, like, getting on, on schedule between issues one and two. I think it was, like, a full year between those two issues. I can't oh, remember. Wow. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, I believe he does everything on it. Like, he colors it and... I think so. Yeah, everything but the lettering. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... Pretty fully painted. Yeah, it's it really is beautiful. Like yeah. every single page looks like something you could have as a poster. Right. <clears throat> um 
But yeah, I and I can't really uh, argue because I'm actually currently drawing a comic that is a three issue story, right. and I do one a year, and that's, right. and that's my goal. That's my goal. Even it's not like oh shit, I've only did one a year. Right. It's like I'm just doing one a year. Uh, but at least I think. You know, I would assume that, you know, the, the publishing plan initially was like, hey, like bi-monthly? Yeah. You know, knows, yeah. Knows, and right. then, uh, you know, so, you know, the, the storyline is just continuing, but I, I think, I think Brian has kind of a point that, you know, if you know that it's going to take that long, you know, yeah. at least you can do is like a single issue story with like continuing threads. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, at least have some sort of closure in <clears throat> right. each chapter. But I didn't have that problem because I waited years and bought a trade. Yeah, this is the first time I've read it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the first time I've read it too. Uh, although it did take me a little while to read it. Uh, in, in fact, I I remember uh, sitting in my office back in September, uh, still reading this uh, b- before uh, before things happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I read it all in one sitting, uh, one night, uh, like four nights ago. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I did not plan to read it all in one sitting, but, uh, it was just that good. I wow. didn't want to put it down. That is high praise indeed. Yeah. Uh, I liked it, but I, I just, I could not read it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> cause yeah, I was scared. scared. And you had to watch an episode of Arrow. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was spooky. Yeah. It was spookier than I thought it would be. And, like, that was part of what drew me in. Like, I honestly thought it would be a little more of a a slog, but it was, like, it was, like, yeah. Yeah. It was gripping. It is gripping. Like, Uh, that that fucking creature that comes after her, this, uh, so, I don't know, we should probably talk about this. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure the next text that Brian John Mitchell is going to well, blow this. I keep derail us. Because I'm reading them for the first time as I read sure, them here. Sure, so I'm yeah. thinking, uh, <clears throat> thinking something's going to, like, he's going to give away a plot point or something. Well, if he does, you know, we'll just uh, try to power through it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so the story is essentially the origin of uh, Sabrina, Sabrina Spellman. Uh, and then we, we learn basically. Mostly about her family, yeah, and, and uh, witches in general in in this universe, uh, which some of it holds true from Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV show with Melissa Joan Hart, really, <laughs> like some of the stuff with her dad. Uh, not not so much that, but like there's like an alternate universe of like witches, and they have like their own sort of, you know, you know. Rules and 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 regulations and right. everything and uh, Salem the talking cat is there and uh, that's her familiar. That is right. her familiar. Yeah, uh, on the on the TV show he's a traditional black cat and mm-hmm. uh, in this one he's a long haired uh, black and white cat, which yeah. uh, I didn't care for. Really, I liked yeah. it. I liked it. I mean, I like cats, and I'm glad that there's a cat. Yeah, I like. I really liked the way the cat looked, though. I thought he was like interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and uh, another tribute to, to Robert Hack is that he uh, uh, draws cats well. Yeah. Uh, animals are hard yeah. to draw. It's true. Um, they can be. Yep. Except for seahorses. Easy as cake. <laughs> That's why you only draw Aquaman fan comics. <laughs> That's right. Where he's never around. It's just a bunch of seahorses. Like, when's They're he going to show up? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Every issue ends when they get the call. 
I don't know why DC hasn't returned any of my <laughs> submissions. I would read the shit out of that book. <laughs> <laughs> the Seahorse Pals. <laughs> yeah. Living skis. <laughs> no, those are dolphins. I, I can't remember. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So, uh, the story, Sabrina, teenage witch, so sharing her, adventures of her. So her dad was a, a warlock. Yes. Um, which is a male witch for those of you who aren't Wiccans like Eric and I. Sure. Or have never seen one of the warlock franchise oh, movies. You're so good. With Julian Sands. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he, uh, had an affair with a human. He Some, didn't have an affair. He married a human. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Uh, but, but that is against, uh, which rule, which, which law, which law, which law, which law, which, it's against law. which law, uh, the, the, the right to marry. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, uh, he begats, uh, Sabrina. Yeah. And, uh, and, um, what happens then? I can't remember. <laughs> like the uh, the council doesn't quite approve, right? They, they do not approve of of his marriage of of his wife. Uh, so basically, they he uh, tries to get around the law and and basically has his wife uh, committed to a mental hospital. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, Diana. S- that's her name. Yeah, sort of in an effort to hide her from uh, the witches. But like he seems like not. Not altruistic in his motives. Oh, not really, no. But he's smirking as he oh, leaves yeah. her there to die, basically. Because, uh, I mean, he's he's kind of an evil warlock. Yeah, that's what they do. And uh, and I guess that's uh, sort of a, a running theme. Uh, the, the witches in this, uh, in warlocks, they're all kind of evil. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the, I do respect that about this. It's not like some, like, Ginchy kind of like, right. oh, look, you know, they're witches, but... They're the most likable people. It's like, no, everybody's kind of, you know, cruel monsters. Monsters, yeah. yeah. Uh, which uh, is probably the biggest deviation from the uh, Sabrina the TV uh, show. Right. Yeah, the original TV show. Because uh, they're all do-goody-goody witches. Sure. Yeah. Uh, cutesy witches. Uh, these are, uh, some of them are cannibals. Yeah, yeah. As I say, they'll, they'll, do, <laughs> they'll do fucked up things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, Sabrina's, uh, aunts, uh, they, they live in a mortuary, uh, where they, they occasionally eat their customers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Sure. Uh, um, so yeah, so, so basically it's all leading up to Sabrina's, uh, 16th, 16th birthday, uh, where, where she'll become fully initiated as a witch if she pleases. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is her choice. Uh, so kind of like a rum springer of witches. Sort of, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what that means, <laughs> but I'm going with it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but you know, she's also making attempts to, to live a normal life as a teenager. Yeah, because she's conflicted. Yeah. She, like, you know, on one hand wants to just fit in in high school. I mean, that's what it's all sure. about in high school. You, right. don't, you don't want to stand out as being weird. Um, unless you were, you were I. Right. Probably, but, um, <laughs> I, well, I, I didn't want to stand out being weird. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't want to be normal either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. just wanted to quietly fit into the background and be weird. Yeah. I did too. <laughs> I did too. 
But, uh, so, she, so she's, she kind of wants to do that, but then, you know, on occasion she'll do things like, uh, try to cast a spell on a boy to like her. Sure. Or some, you know, yeah. some, you know, something witchy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, and then, you know, her boyfriend is, uh, Harvey. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing named after, uh, the publisher. Yeah. 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 Um, he, uh, you know, he's a, he's a red-blooded, uh, teenage boy. And, uh, all he wants to do is fuck. <laughs> he's kind of like a jockier Archie. Yeah. Like, he kind of looks a little like Archie. He does, but, actually. But like, yeah. Blonde. More, yeah. But like a football player version. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, he basically just spends most of the series attempting to, you know, just pressure Sabrina into fucking him. Right. Uh, but in a, not in a like, not in a pervy, creepy yeah, way. Yeah, not, not in a predator way, just yeah. in a like a, like, hey, I'm a teenager and like, right. come on, we're dating. Come right. On, can yeah, we just, yeah. yeah. We've all been there. <laughs> um, just Brian John Mitchell have something new to say. He says, um, uh, because he mentioned about earlier about the uh, the one you know you should do one shot so it's sure. going to be a year between but he says uh, <clears throat> he thinks the writer is what caused the delay is that who typically is to blame I think it was the art yeah that's yeah. what I had been led to believe but I've I've never read interviews with either of them where they they like you know right. admitted their their fault yeah. took the blame or anything again you know I vaguely remember something about the artist talking about. Him being the the fault for the delay between the at least the first two issues. Okay. And I mean, you know, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, uh, the writer, he's got a lot on his plate too. What does he do? Uh, he writes this. He writes Afterlife with Archie. He, I believe, is like one of the higher ups editorially at Archie Comics in general. Oh, okay. He's the showrunner of Riverdale. Okay. Uh, probably involved in the uh, Netflix uh, Sabrina show as well. So, you know, he's doing stuff. Yeah, I could see how that would, you know, yeah. possibly, maybe it's a little on both of their ends, then, yeah. who knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah, essentially, I think he's sort of the Jeff Johns of Archie Comics. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. <laughs> Although, apparently, uh, much better writer. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is weird, because I hated this guy's Fantastic Four run. Oh, which one did he do? He did the Marvel Knights Fantastic Four. Oh, is that Greyland? Uh, no, that was, uh, Steve McNivinger, some of those. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the art was good, but that was, uh, like they, back sort of, they, they fired Mark Wade and then started that series and then they rehired Mark Wade and it was just a clusterfuck. Hmm. So they gave this guy his own series because they wanted, a, a Fantastic Four comedy more in line or comic uh, more in line with uh, what the movies were going to be oh, at the time. Well, that was a smart decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it turns out, you know, uh, I guess uh, allowed to to do crazy things with uh, beloved characters. He, uh, yeah, you know, turns out to be okay. <laughs> well, good for him. I think because I do really like. This and Archie, or Afterlife with Archie. You know, I still have not read Afterlife, and I, I've owned the trade for like two years now, or whatever. You, you should just do it. Yeah, I don't know where it's at right now, but uh, I know I, I know I own it. I think it's in a box in my garage. Uh, that's but, not a great place for it to be. Well, it's better than being in a, in a box in, in my alley. True. So yeah, very fair. <laughs> so it's it's twenty feet closer to being in my house than if it was in the alley. <laughs> 
So, but, um, but yeah, so, so the, um, kind of spirit of, of the, the woman who would have married Sabrina's father. Yes. Um, Madam Satan. Madam Satan. She ends up being like kind of the uh, antagonist here. Yeah, yeah. She she is a, a manipulative creature, and and she is a creature, and she's horrifying. She is. She has those fucking mouth eyes. <laughs> Nobody likes mouth eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she comes out out of the swamp and just kind of plods her way towards Sabrina. And yeah. I, like you can tell she's. For some reason, she's not in a hurry. I think they even mentioned that she spent like a year in the swamp, just like laying there, taking all, taking it all in, being right. alive again, <clears throat> as she planned her revenge. Uh, and also, like she doesn't know details of of you know what's happening. She's still still slowly sort of regaining her memory. That's right. Uh, and also, she's got a face like a cheese grater went over oh, it God. and then replaced her. You know, details with just skulls and eyeballs. Ah, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but beautiful lipstick. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so all it takes is a little, uh. Yeah, yeah. Just a little, a touch little up. embellishment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she is, she is a force of nature. Uh, just a creepy, vengeful, vindictive, you know, character. She's pretty great. Yeah, she is awesome. Yeah. I'm just really glad that they got characters in here. Yeah. Um, and she's heading towards Sabrina. Yep. She's going to ruin that birthday party. She's going to make that Chuck E. Cheese the worst birthday. She'll be slightly less scary than the uh, rocket <laughs> fire explosion. <laughs> that is pretty scary. <laughs> just slightly. Oh, man. Actually, they didn't have Chuck E. Cheese in the 60s, did they? Or Showbiz Pizza or whatever. Probably not. Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah. Those people missed out. Yeah. People missed out on wasting all their money playing Space Ace and Dragon's Lair. They truly did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those games were great. They were. I I still have them. Oh, well. Yeah, cool. They're they're hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's not as expensive now that you own them. No, no, yeah. it just takes a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, nobody is there to witness me fail. See, that's attempt good. after attempt. That's good. Just me <laughs> and God oh. <laughs> watching me fail. <laughs> just like the rest of my life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so this is all leading up to Sabrina's, uh, birthday to, uh, to, uh, you know, become initiated as a witch, and, uh, as with, uh, most things in fiction, things go horribly awry. Yeah, yeah. Or at least most good things in fiction. Right. Yeah. Because if they don't go awry, then it's kind it's, of a boring story. It can be. I mean, you know, every once in a while we read something. Sure, occasionally. There yeah. are exceptions. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you want, you, you want a little bit of, uh, you know. A conflict. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, even, uh, some of the Riverdale characters, uh, do show up, uh, throughout the book. Mostly Betty and Veronica. Yeah, I love that they did too. Yeah. Uh, um, although it's kind of weird that they're like, they're a little witchy. They are. They're witches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they seem like dabblers though. Yeah, they're, they're not full, full fledged yeah. witches yet. Um, unlike Sabrina. 
They're they're uh, wannabe witches, whereas yeah. apparently uh, witches are, are more of a race in uh, like Sabrina's family, or, and, or it's and, at least more like something that's handed down as a tradition. And, right, right. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's good, creepy, slow burn of a comic. Yeah, uh, and uh, ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I know, which uh, makes you think like it'll be another who knows how long until right cuz uh yeah god god knows uh, when when the next trade of this is going to come out <laughs> oh if it has to be another trade before you read it yeah you yeah i mean that's when i start reading a series in trade format i usually like to keep the same format going uh i wouldn't mind like a, something like this though like now that I've read the first trade, I wouldn't mind just picking up the issues as it comes and sure. just checking it out. I think the problem that I'd have with that is that I'd forget. Right? Yeah. I'm uh and, and you know, since I'm pretty bad at keeping up with comics anyway, like, you know, if it does come out years like apart from each other, you know, issue six is gonna be, you know, in like four boxes deep at the bottom of the pile while, you know, the newest issue is going to be, you know, <laughs> sitting in my living room and, you know, God knows what would happen. So there are issues out that aren't in this then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. these are the first five issues and they're up to issue nine, I believe. That's right. Yeah. Possibly ten. Not, it, okay. So sometimes that app is not fully updated correctly. So maybe I will look in some cheap boxes. Yeah. I mean, I doubt if these are in cheap boxes right now. Yeah, I don't know. show coming out. I've seen the first two issues, like reprints of them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, in cheap boxes, but I haven't actually seen, like, first printings or any subsequent issues anywhere. And yeah, with the show, I'm sure there's going to be a slight of a demand for it. And this trade was, uh, it was 18 bucks. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's really not cheap for a five-issue trade, but it's... No. I think it's worth it. It's a, it's a very good book. It is. It's got great art, and, I mean, it's Archie. They, they don't have the uh, the selling power of a Marvel That's or true. a DC. Yeah. The paper is really nice. It's glossy, but not too glossy. Yeah. Uh, and there is a, a reprint of uh, a Golden Age uh, Madam Satan storyline. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, the first appearance of Madam Satan, uh, which... I did not read it, but it I looks cool. I did not either. Yeah, I mean, it's only a few pages, but I was <clears> like, I was like, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of really cool panels that I think would make great shirts. But oh, sure, it's got a little bit of a Phantoma vibe to it. <clears throat> it's got uh, you know cover reprints, and some text pieces. So, as a final comment from our friend Brian, alrighty, he says, "I would wait for a second trade." In 2020, instead of getting the singles. <laughs> also, the show is coming, and the Jughead horror seems good. The, oh, the Jughead, the hunger, whatever. Yeah. That's Jughead as a werewolf. It looks good. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Vampironica also just started. Yeah. Which, honestly, like, took me a while to figure out what the hell that was supposed right. to be. Right. Yeah, that one's... <laughs> It seems like a name that you'd throw out at the meeting, <clears throat> and they'd be like, "It's good, but it's not, right, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's keep let's keep spitballing." Yeah, uh, but you know, I mean, Brian mentioned you know earlier the the whole risk taking thing, and you do have to give Archie some credit for for 
doing stuff like this. It is pretty unique. Yeah. And, and like, yeah. I mean, they're definitely more willing to take risks with their characters than, say, you know, DC Comics. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You didn't see Archie pull his dick out in this one. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Second okay. trade. Second volume? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, makes me want to watch the show, which I probably never would have even thought to watch the show if I yep. hadn't read this. So, so if nothing else, it makes me watch more TV. There you go. Um, yeah, it could be something uh, you uh, you and the wife would enjoy. I think she would like this, actually. Yeah. Actually, I was going to ask you if, if I could re-borrow it and let Certainly. her read it, because I was going to let her read it, but I didn't really have time before we uh, did this. So. I have no problem doing that. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, well, Brian, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Brian. Actually, he has one uh, second segment uh, comment that he wants to put in there, too. So uh, I'll we'll wait till the second segment. Well, then we'll uh, take a break and uh, come back with some more Brian John Mitchell text. Sweet. <laughs>
welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hey, howdy. So what's new? <laughs> oh, Brian John Mitchell saying you a text? Yeah. Is that new? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. He says, uh, <clears throat> he recently read an issue of Martial Law for the first time. Uh-oh. That people still talk about it is justified. Feels like it would go well next to a lot of the praised Frank Miller books. Well worth the quarter I paid for it at Mavericks five years ago. <laughs> Martial Law is a book I have not read in at least 20 years, but I fucking loved it when I did read it. And I'm, I'm almost afraid to reread it. I've thought about picking it for a review several times, but yeah. I kind of don't want to spoil the like high place it holds in my, in my heart. I can understand that. Um, I read the the, the entire, every martial law comic, uh, not that long ago. I mean, probably 10 years, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I enjoyed them a lot. So, you know, uh, but hey, if you, if you feel like picking it, you know, I, I would not have I've, I've almost picked it a couple times. Like yeah. it was like on, like, I was like, that's what I'm picking. And then yeah. something else just popped up and I was like, oh, I'll do it later. Yeah, that's fine. I mean... Uh, I agree with Brian. I, I think it definitely d- deserves the praise it gets. Uh, I don't think it gets enough praise, honestly. I'm, I'm kind of surprised as far as its uniqueness and its uh, relevance not getting, yeah, yeah. not getting more, you know, publicity or whatever. I mean, it does, you know, it is a product of its era. Oh yeah, but you know. Like, if they decided they wanted to make more martial law, you know, tomorrow, there's still plenty of stuff that they can do with it. Sure. Yeah, it's, it feels like, like, kind of like, like a trippier Judge Dredd. Yeah. Or yeah. something, you know. Uh, Judge Dredd more focused on superheroes yeah. than Judge Dredd is, right. you know. But, uh, Brian also says, uh, in addition to that, He's, he uh, also read the first issue of the Batman Max book, which is definitely worth a look for Max fans. Uh, I don't know if you've read that. I haven't picked it up yet. I actually just read that, uh, and and it's beautiful looking. Sure. Like, like the art's great, but it just feels like there's no new ground covered. It just feels like, you know, Max is literally, like, doing the same things that he did in the first few issues of the Max, and... Not that it needs to be groundbreaking, but it just felt more like, I don't know, like a familiar sense as as opposed to like something new. I, um, you know, I, I did order it and, and I pretty much buy anything that Sam Keith does just because he's an amazing artist. He really is. Um, but I will admit that like when I saw, because I believe him or IDW teased that the Max was returning, you know, and uh, then when it was announced that it was a Batman crossover, like, there was the part of me that was just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because I'd rather see him do something new than right. yeah. you know, Return to the Max. And, like, when it was just a Return to the Max, I was like, huh, well, this could be interesting. But then when it was a Batman crossover, I was just like, oh, well, okay. Maybe he's kind of testing the waters to see if He's like putting it back out there in a way that people will definitely take, take it, note of because right, right. if it's got Batman in it, it'll sure. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe he's going to work towards a new Max thing. Who knows? Yeah, it's possible. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'll buy it at least 
just to enjoy the art. So, you know, mm-hmm. fine with that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah. He's really good. Was uh, is there anything else? Uh, oh, from Brian? Uh, his final part of that... Uh, Final part of that text. The other thing they read was a book called Wrong Earth from Ahoy Comics. Basically, Batman 66 meets The Dark Knight Returns, which is ironic since Frank Miller says Dark Knight Returns is Batman 66. Actually, Frank Miller says it is not. Oh, really? Yeah. But that is... It's definitely my belief that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think a lot of people definitely feel the same way but uh yeah i think frank miller has been on record saying that it was you know not, not intentional there so, but so what's, i totally think it is so what what was not intentional like the the similarities between adam west you mean or, <clears throat> or what so my own personal theory is that you know basically he's taken the adam west version of batman aged him 20 years to his logical conclusion right yeah okay. uh yeah, and, and like you know, because you read the Dark Knight Returns, and it takes place in you know the future, but it's basically 1986, which is 20 years from you know 1966. Right. Uh, you know, because Reagan's president, and you know, nuclear you know war is is right. you know, a threat, the Cold War, et cetera, et cetera, and you know, Batman is 20 years older. Uh, yeah, huh. So yeah, 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 I'd kind of forgotten. Yeah, but yeah, Reagan is the president. Now. Yeah. So yeah, so that's my own theory. A lot of other people believe that theory as well. You know, and, and uh, apparently Miller does not. Apparently, he he is on record as saying uh, that that it did, uh, huh. you know, was not supposed to be. Now, who knows though? He may have changed his mind. He's artists lie all the time. It's true about their intentions. Yes. And uh, he's insane. It's true. That that is kind of also on record. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've heard it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I've heard of the Wrong Earth, the, the Ahoy comics. Yeah, they're the ones doing, there's an Edgar Allan Poe comic that starts next week that yeah. they're doing as well. So I, I had a like a slight interest in the Wrong Earth, but you know, not enough. Because uh, I know like Grant Morrison is doing like text pieces and like every Ahoy comic that comes out. Oh, really? Yeah, but, you know, that's that's not enough to get me to, to want to buy things. And it's like, yeah, it's a kind of interesting comic, but I feel like other comics have kind of already done that too. So, right. Yeah. 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 That could be could be good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, but, Apparently, I mean, did he even say if he recommended it? Oh uh, yeah, he liked or, it. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. He said it, he said it wasn't great, um, but he said it was interesting and yeah. you know, a good read. Yeah, sometimes it's all you want. Yep, yeah. I always want more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Thank yeah. oh man, thanks Ryan for for yeah, you know, yeah we, appreci- we appreciate you joining us today. Yeah. That that uh, that did that did not derail as much as I thought it might. Yeah, I thought he, yeah. I thought he would text like ten times as often. Right. Yeah. 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 Which yeah, that was pretty low key. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, so hey, what's going on? Huh? Um, <laughs> what what have you been up to in the last two months? Um. Well, I've been working. Sure. Uh, sure. Doing stuff with the kids, yeah. like going to 
uh, King's Island and corn mazes and you know, just random stuff. Yeah. It's, that's why you uh, are, are shriveled to ash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing protective gloves. No, yeah, I have a sun allergy, and uh, it's been really bad in, like, the last couple months. That's what happens when you marry into kids. <laughs> they they want to do stuff. They don't want to do stuff. They just want to stay inside and play video games. We make them do stuff. They didn't want to go to the corn maze, but we made them unplug and go out there. They had a good time, but then they went directly home and turned on the switch sure, and the laptop. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's it's a... Uh, yeah, my skin's been like kind of just boiling alive, and I've been actually it looks a lot better. Even though I have not been using cortisone cream, I've just been using like I've just been moisturizing a lot more yeah. than I have been. So it's it's helped a lot. Yeah, I hate the sun. Yeah. I'm just not a fan at all. I'm not allergic to the sun, but I'm right there with you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your emotional support. <laughs> Solidarity, man. Yeah. Uh, it's fall though, so the the sun is at least uh, not out as much anymore. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's supposed to be rainy the next, or not tomorrow, but the next few days after that. Yeah, I don't like the rain. Uh, well, the rain means there's no sun though. Well, sure, well, but usually not yeah, always. But but uh, I've you know got some some stuff happening oh, that yeah. uh, you know affects my welfare. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of welfare, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a great segue. <laughs> so, I don't have a job now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You mean other than the podcast? Other than the podcast, which uh, sadly is... Not as lucrative as you would like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that happened uh, between episodes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there yeah. a story there? Eh, not really. Yeah. Yeah, not, not, nothing to tell, but... Uh, it was a, a voluntary uh, decision uh, to to not have a job. Nice, uh, I respect that. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need one of those again very soon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, like, living being alive, it it, it it's costly. It is. You know, uh, having a a roof over my head. Uh, Despite the potential water damage, right? Uh, it's it's better than uh, not having one at all. Well, sure. And yeah. uh, I would, uh, uh, I'm, you know, making some plans to to move at some point in the relatively near future. But for now, I'd still like to be able to live in my my current place. Sure. Yeah. And uh, if I don't uh, cough up some rent soon, that's. Uh, that not gonna happen. You could systematically sell a few thousand comics on eBay. Sure. <laughs> I've sold eleven. Hey, on eBay. Go. That got me almost four hundred dollars. Well, so if you sell every eleven comics you own for four hundred dollars, you'll be fucking rich. I know, right? You've got way more than eleven comics. I know. <laughs> and just pick. Any 11 comics that and just sell them for $400. That, that's what you should do. You should just be like, grab a bag of 11 comics, 400 bucks. Ah. Just watch the money roll in. <laughs> Could be anything. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if a listener is listening and uh, they need your art skills for money, is that sure. something you would yeah. consider? I am. Open for commissions. I'm. Uh, I've got a store online. I've got a Patreon page. 
uh, all the options to give me money are out there and available. <laughs> you can literally just put cash in an envelope and send it to to uh, your home address, I you believe. could. If you work that out. You don't want to just put no, your yeah, address on, online. My, but, uh, hey, even easier, you could literally just send me cash to my PayPal. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I will totally accept that. <laughs> Friends and family, or either way. Friends and family, you know what? If you're just going <laughs> to give me cash, I don't care. <laughs> He'll pay. He he's willing to take the fees, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, I mean, I guess doesn't the person who sends it pay the fee? Um, yes, yeah, I believe. So. I mean, I pay a fee to transfer it to my bank. Actually, I don't even know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I believe that is the case. Yeah, who pays it? Yeah, pays the fee. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I transfer it to my bank, and PayPal takes a cut. Yeah. So you know, you know, my bank just recently told me they're going to start taking a one percent transfer fee if I transfer from PayPal to my bank. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what that's that's the that's what PayPal takes. Well, they they used to not. Or take somebody anything. does. PayPal used to not take anything <clears throat> if I transferred it to my bank, but now no. they're now they're going to start taking one uh, percent. Well, I do the instant, so maybe that's why. Maybe maybe that's yeah. Maybe yeah. That's what it is. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, we rank sucks. Go to a no. It's no. It's PayPal. It's taken. Oh, yeah, you, you said your bank. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well yeah, yeah. PayPal takes a good cut for sure. Well, they didn't used to. Yeah, right. I mean, again, is it instant or is it? Uh, no, not instant. Not instant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know because I do. I have the option to do an instant transfer to my bank. Maybe that's what they're saying. Is if I do it instantly, maybe that's what they're saying. But they haven't thus far taken anything. No, that's good. But I've never had Tried it instantly here. show up. So <clears throat> usually it takes a day or so. Yeah, I, I do the instant because because uh, I'm broke mm-hmm. and I need that money, right. and I right. will gladly yeah. fork over that one percent. Right. <laughs> um. Uh, and so yeah, and uh, go to trash.net, seanborn.net. Both have uh, donate buttons. Sweet. <laughs> and while you're at it, you can donate to me too. I mean, <laughs> while we're talking about it, though, I mean, you know, just, I mean, you know, I, mean, I could always use a little extra. Sure, who couldn't? But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that uh, I don't uh, have a house to live in if I don't get some money. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so so that's a thing. No. That's that's big news. Yeah. That's what you've been doing with all that free time. <laughs> Looking for work? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, petting cats. See, that's good. That's health. That's mentally healthy. That is mentally healthy, and it's also free. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much all I can afford is uh, to free pet, things to pet cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, luckily, uh, you know, it's fun, and uh, you know, I can just spend hours petting a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I am supposed to be working on a comic. Uh, I, I haven't because of fear of failure, mm. uh, but I should because it is actually a paying gig. Uh, and, uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. I need money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dear listener. <laughs> well, yeah, paying gig for comics, that sounds yeah. right up your alley. Sure. Uh, so I need to hunker down and, and start working on that in between looking for jobs. You can even hunker up if you need to. I'd rather hunker down. Yeah. It's like, easier. Yeah. Although the getting up back up is harder. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, you know, my knees pop a lot lately. Mm. Yeah, you know, my my ass hurts sometimes when I sit for too Ooh. long. Oh yes, yeah. 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 I have I have incredible pain in my arm. Oh. 
just, just the entire arm. The entire thing. Like, like from, from shoulder to wrist. Not like just a carpal tunnel. Nope, nope. It is. It is oh. taking over the entire oh. right arm. Hmm. Makes life kind of not great. Oh. <laughs> huh. Car- carpal arm? Or Car- I guess. What, what is that? Carpal shoulder? Yeah. Because a lot of the pain comes right in the shoulder there. Frozen shoulder? Can you not lift it certain high? Uh, like, uh, yeah. Not really. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe it is. Yeah. Uh, it's also hard to like lift myself out of bed sometimes. Uh, I have a tendency to sleep on this arm, so that doesn't, oh, yeah. that doesn't yeah, help that, anything. That's probably part of it. Sometimes that, that happens to me as well, but it doesn't usually last more than... It lingers for an hour. Oh, yeah, no, this has been going on months. Okay. Yeah. It's longer than an hour. Yeah, it is I a little bit. I just did the math there yeah. on the script yeah. sheet. Um, well, I'm sure something something good will come. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Uh, I will, you know, say this... Uh, haven't bought gas in like a month. That's, That's that must be pretty fucking. That great. must blow your mind when you're like every time you get in the car and you still have gas. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, stressing out about the money thing and then finding new new work, especially you know. I mean, I'm getting to the point where I'll take anything kind of temporary, you know, like like even customer service oh, if I have to. Yeah. Um, hoping not, but you know, we're we're getting there. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, despite all of that sort of stress about that, I have been so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like this. It's like a yin yang of extreme stress and extreme yeah. relaxation. Yeah. Brian John Mitchell send us something else here? No, I'm okay. uh, I'm actually preemptively asking him for a closing comment. Okay. Right. For whenever we you know do have to Okay. Okay. Uh yeah. Um otherwise, you know, I've been watching a ton of movies. Right. <laughs> yeah. Lots of stuff on Netflix. Uh, watched all of the, the Haunting of Hill House, the uh, new Netflix uh, television program. Uh, watching just a shit ton of horror Did you movies. Watch the new Daredevil season. I've watched a couple episodes so far. Yeah. Um, you know they're good. Yeah, you know, I just haven't. I'm <clears throat> trying not to binge shows anymore, where I just sit and watch every episode right. like in a day. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to spread them out. So I like to do two at a time. I, 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 yeah, I do two at the most. Because I, I like, I like the, like, it feels like I'm a little bit of a king that I can watch two episodes at <clears> once because I knew growing up you'd see an episode of something and you'd have to wait a week. Right. But, um, but yeah, more than two and sometimes I actually get kind of bored with, with what. Yeah. yeah. I, um, when I was doing The Haunting of Hill House, I did three episodes in a day. Uh, but that's just because I was like, I gotta, I gotta keep doing at yeah. least one more. Yeah, so it's pretty good. It it is it is a, a piss poor horror story, but it is a magnificent family drama. Sweet mm. about just mental illness and family relationships and drug abuse and addiction and uh, just just uh, all sorts of things that that uh, don't really affect the horror aspect huh. of it at all. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So if you're looking to get scared, then you know, uh, don't, don't, don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Although, like you know, I've seen, I saw a headline that was like people are like fainting and like vomiting while watching Haunting of Hill House, and I'm like, 
Because they had the flu? Yes. <laughs> so that's the only way that would happen. Uh, caught up on some old stuff I haven't watched yet, like uh, Season 2 Glow. Oh, yeah. Such a good show. Yeah. Um, ton of horror movies, because it is uh, Halloween time. It is. Yeah. I have I have a serious de- depletion of horror movies uh, in my viewing spectrum this month. Yeah. I think I've only watched two. One of them was over here, and it was like a horror comedy. Oh, I guess we watched two different horror movies. We watched... Um, uh, Murder Party. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was a, a couple horror, weeks ago. It was like a horror comedy. Yeah. And then yeah. we watched uh, The Satanic Rites of Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Which was a horror, but there's a little bit of comedy. Uh, unintentional, unintentional comedy. Unintentional comedy, yeah. yeah. Had the funkiest soundtrack of any Dracula oh my movie God, you've yeah. ever seen. It was like a black exploitation uh, soundtrack. Yeah. To a, no black people. To a Hammer horror movie. Yeah. yeah it was weird. <laughs> And I watched the original Hellraiser a few nights ago because it had been a long, long time. Yeah. And I really, really like that movie a lot because it's a good movie. It is. Uh, I always forget Alan Moore's and they're eating crickets, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just a background character. Yeah. He was just hanging out eating crickets. <laughs> he ends up having a, you know, pivotal role towards the end of the film. But, but yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I've watched uh, watched quite a few horror movies lately, especially since I have so much free time. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, there's only so many hours of the day you can apply for jobs, right? You know. <laughs> Sadly, I mean, you could go to Monster.com or whatever. I yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, not Monster. I use Indeed because ah. Monster's a dead fucking animal. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Uh. <clears throat> But, but it seems so much more appropriate for the Halloween season. It's well, sure. Monster. It's, that is true. Maybe I'll, uh, this weekend when I do some searches, I'll, yeah. I'll use Monster just for the weekend. Uh, but yeah, I watched uh, the original Carrie recently, which I had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched The Shining a couple weeks ago, which I also had never seen. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't care for either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it... it Honestly, blows my mind you didn't care for The Shining, but I I think it has to have just been because it's been built up for decades. Because I think that's <clears throat> it's definitely my favorite horror movie I've ever seen. Um, it's just it's not that scary. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to buy Jack Nicholson's Descent into Madness when he starts off just fucking crazy at the beginning <laughs> before any of the madness has. <laughs> you mean like when he's having his job interview? Yeah. Yeah. Just he, drive into the hotel with his kid. You know, he's just, you're a terrifying evil motherfucker. <laughs> he, he seemed like he had like a spark of a quirk. But he didn't seem evil to me. And oh, so he, he is terrifying right. from the jump. He's like three-fourths Joker and then Full Joker. <laughs> like, that's the leap that he makes once the hotel has him in his grip. Yeah. I love, <clears throat> I love that movie, though. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It's it's fine. Yeah. But, you know, Just, I mean, definitely the hype thing, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also, so I say I've never seen it, but I have seen every single scene of that movie completely out of order. 
it just in like 20 different cities yeah 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 it was just like, you know, you watch a show about, like, the history of horror, and everybody brings up The Shining, and so then, you know, this one documentary has, like, seven different scenes of The Shining that they show, and another one has, like, another seven right. different scenes, and eventually I've seen them all, and so this was the first time I ever saw them. <laughs> the directors get order. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah I've watched some, some real bad shit, too, so, you know. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that happens. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. 90% of all things made are bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just have to find the good 10% of everything. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, you got any big Halloween plans? Um, you got the kids? Well, I mean, your anniversary is on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I should probably think of something. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, it's funny. I was talking to my wife earlier today, and she was like, she's like, oh, my gosh, they've got me scheduled to work on Halloween. I asked off, and <clears throat> so I'm like, oh. I was like, well, well, we'll figure something out. So we'll, we'll probably just get some food. Because last year, um, we got married, and we also took the kids trick-or-treating. Right. This year, we're not going to get married, and right. we don't have the kids, so we're not going to go trick-or-treating. So, sure, sure. Um, so yeah, we'll probably right. just... You could go trick-or-treating yourself. Yeah. Like, I think I'm too old for that. Oh, okay. Well, so you're not going to be at home to, like, answer the door for trick-or-treaters? We could, but... Last year, we left a bowl of candy out while we trick-or-treated, yeah. and there was, like, one piece of candy missing when we got back. So, like, I don't think they really... Because we live on a main street. I don't, right. They don't, like, go as much on the main streets. They said all the side streets. <clears throat> so, we didn't... Yeah, I don't know. And we we might, if we're, you know, if we're not partying somewhere. Because sure. you both of you notorious <laughs> partiers. Yes. Yeah. If partying is uh, <laughs> sitting in our basement watching Netflix, then we love to party. <laughs> You know, you know what Prince said. If she ain't gonna party, then don't bother coming over. Is that, is that what he said? Uh, Par- it's paraphrased, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah nineteen ninety nine, folks. <laughs> I know he said the sky was purple. I remember that. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you guys could watch uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Maybe by then we will. Yeah, yeah. Chilling Adventures will definitely yeah. be up by then. Um. Yeah, uh, I I don't have any plans whatsoever. Um, well, I asked Brian if he had any closing comments, and he retexted the same quote that I read for his second segment uh, okay. thing about martial law and the Chips Ahoy comics. And, yeah, okay. And Batman Max. So, yeah. so I'm not going to repeat that. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> so maybe he, he's probably assuming that I forgot to read that right, part. Right, right. But uh, all right then. So, uh, you got a comic we're gonna read next? Oh yeah, are we are we there yet? Well, I, there? I guess I, I got I, nothing I else to say. Send me money. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you said that. <laughs> it's like Brian John Mitchell repeated himself. Yeah. Too. So Brian John Mitchell, send me money. Yeah, yeah. You owe us for reading these texts. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, I would like for us to read a book by a cartoonist. Who we've read other books by, Ooh. and I believe we've had varying degrees of uh, appreciation for those books. But I want to see what we think about Nate Powell's newest effort, "Come Again." Okay, I'm down for that. Sweet, yeah. It's a uh, it's a single uh, hardcover that's out now. So if you want to play along at home, go find it. Yeah, there you go. And uh, it's it's available widely. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably pretty wide. His stuff is probably available a lot more 
widely than it was before he did March. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, he's kind of like a, a name now. He's uh, he's become a superstar. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll we'll find out if his new book is uh, worth reading. Yeah. I, uh, I don't own a copy. Uh, I do. Okay, then. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. That problem solved. Yeah. I'll borrow yours. <laughs> sure thing. Because, again, I can't afford to buy one, even if I really, really wanted to. Because I don't have any money. Hey, right. Because I'm not working. <laughs> Send me money. <laughs> There's buttons and stuff. Buy things for me. Yeah. I'm on eBay. <laughs> like, literally you. you. Yeah, exactly. Your, your body you, is You can buy me on eBay. It'll be your pet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I got nothing else to say. Well, uh. Send me money. Happy Halloween. Everybody. Happy Halloween. Go trick or treat and don't, don't eat too much sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sugar's not great for you. Uh, check your apples for razor blades. Mm-hmm. Um, throw away the sweet tarts. You don't like the sweet tarts? Nah, I like the sweet tarts. That's yeah, fine. I was I, trying to think of a different candy that was <laughs> shitty. Bit of honey. Oh, the, uh, oh yeah, those are bad. The yeah. chick, how about those Chico sticks? Do you like those? I don't know what that is. They're kind of gross. Okay. How about the candy corn? Do you like the candy corn? I like like two pieces yeah. of candy corn. Like two per Halloween. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and, I, and I like like a milk dud. Like a single I, I, malted milk ball. My favorite non-chocolate Halloween candy. Because there's, there's some, a lot of good chocolate ones. Sure. Uh, Skittles. Just regular old Skittles. I like Skittles. I was just having a conversation about Skittles yesterday. They're effing great. They are pretty great. And uh, I don't have much OCD, but uh, what I do have uh, is prominent when I have it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, I get myself a bag of Skittles. I separate those colors. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Don't they have they have a little S print on each one, too, don't they? Yeah. And it's perfectly centered. Sure. So, see, OCD no. again. I, I don't know about that, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I separate the, the flavors and the colors and, uh. Really? You separate them? Yep. And then I eat the shittiest ones first. Which is, uh. uh yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then green. Uh, no. Maybe blue. See, I like, I like, I like experimenting with flavor combinations. I've done that as I, as I can. Like, well, you... I'll eat, you know, I'll, I'll just get rid of the yellow for sure. Really? I like, like the yellow. Like, I mean, I'll down all of them at once. Wow. And then maybe, like, I'll be like, okay, I'll get, like, you know, a green and a blue together. Or, like, a, a red and a purple. A red and a yellow is good, or an orange and a yellow. No, good. I don't like Green the, and yellow is great. No, don't do oh. that. Yellow can go yeah. suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> the band? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, happy Happy Halloween. Uh, Come Again. Yes. Is also the book that we'll be reading. (laughs) Send me money. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.